This is One-on-One's NFL Friday, bringing your weekly Jets, Giants, and NFL talk from WFUV Sports. With top guests, weekly fantasy advice, and opinionated analysis, this is One-on-One's NFL Friday. Hello and welcome to another edition of NFL Friday. Hard to believe it, but it's already Conference Championship Sunday upon us. Here on NFL Friday, I'm Christian O'Hara alongside Matt Crow. Matt, you were over in London over the uh, the break. How how was that? Oh, it was wonderful. You know, didn't didn't rain too much, which you know nice. you always expect from London. Played some good squash. It was a lot of fun. And I'm sure um, you got to see Big Ben over there in London, and, and that's a little uh, <laughs> little uh, you know segue into what we're going to talk about. Yeah, yeah. Thanks, Matt, and booing me. Um, go ahead, Matt. And I, I just have to say, the fans in London yeah. were were surprisingly uh, pumped. Really, d- during a few of those Week Seventeen games. Okay, I watched. I watched that Jets Bills game wow. over there in a pub. Wow. And the the I was surprised by how many people knew what was going on, what was at stake <laughs> for real. Like they they actually like football. Interesting. I mean, I mean, maybe Goodell's got something you know right there. I mean, yeah. that, You know, I can't believe I just said that because he doesn't do anything right. But that's an- <laughs> that's another topic for another day. Um, all right, let's let's get started here. Speaking of Big Ben, let's talk about the game that I think um, when I was watching it, I was um, I was a little frustrated. I think because I feel like the Broncos were a better team. Uh, we're you know we're diving into this Broncos Steelers matchup from last weekend and divisional weekend. We'll get to all the games here, but let's start with Broncos and Steelers. And Matt, I, I'm I'm sitting there if I'm a, if I'm a defender on the Broncos defense, and Peyton Manning is playing as poorly as he you know did pretty much for for three and a half quarters. I'm getting pretty frustrated, aren't you? Oh, absolutely. Absolutely. I mean, the Broncos D was doing a a, a good job of right. keeping them out, out of the end zone. And I think that, um, you know, Peyton looked weak. He Agreed. looked like he, he couldn't yeah. throw the ball. He missed a lot of throws. And I think that, you know, it's it's troubling, but they, they really can't make a move this late um, to, to Brock. But I think that, you know, Peyton... Uh, obviously, you know, uh, uh, severely injured Ben Roethlisberger yes. with that shoulder. Yes. Looked much, much better than Peyton, even with all the wind, all the Agreed. conditions that were going on. I think you're right, Matt. Um, I think Roethlisberger, you know, they were they were showing, um, you know, they had the camera on him just to see how he was throwing. He was slinging the ball in there. He, you know, he had a good velocity. And Peyton really, you know, Peyton, his lost arm strength, it's been well documented with his neck surgeries and all that stuff. But, um, like you said, Matt, he looked weak. He looked kind of out of it, you know, and I'm watching the game there with my dad and, and I'm like, you know, I don't know if the Broncos can do this, if Peyton's going to keep playing like this. Um, and you know, fortunately for the Broncos, they force a fumble if it's Gerald Toussaint and that really seemed to change the momentum. Peyton takes him on a long drive, but helped by the running game. Um, you know, they got a two point conversion to Demarius Thomas. They, they, they end up holding on for the victory. Yeah. You know, a hard fought victory up in mile high and that secured their spot in the AFC championship game. Taking a look at the other team in yeah. the AFC, uh, the New England Patriots, they pretty much controlled the Kansas City Chiefs game. They controlled that team for you know, the majority of the game. There were some people talking at the end that Andy Reid didn't manage the clock properly, whatever. <laughs> the, the probability of them winning that game was, was slim to none. Um, and look, you know, it, it, just, it just comes down to the Patriots were a better team at home in Foxborough. Yeah, I think absolutely. I mean, the, the clock management was... Aw- Absolutely awful at the end right, of the game. Right. As a Patriots fan, I was sitting on my couch with yeah, my why, dad. Why aren't they calling? I'm, wa- yeah. I'm watching the game. I'm almost laughing. I'm like, wow, <laughs> this this is awesome. Yeah, the level of stupidity yeah, that's yeah, going yeah, into yeah. this final drive right now. I think they took off five and a half minutes when they're down two touchdowns in, in that game, 
And obviously, you know, cut it to a seven-point game. Looks a little more respectable than it was. The Patriots were in control for pretty much all of the game. Um, you saw Tom Brady, and you saw what he could do with all his weapons back. Oh, yeah. He hasn't oh, yeah. had Gronk, Edelman, Amendola all in there since, I think, back week 13, maybe week 12. Absolutely, man. And because of that, I mean, you saw him pick apart uh, a pretty solid defense. I, I would say maybe more than pretty solid. I think that at that point on Divisional Weekend, you could make an argument they were the hottest defense in the league at, at, at one point. You know, that, that, you know, that can go back and forth with Seattle and Carolina yeah. and teams like that, Denver. But, you know, no slouch defense at all, like you said. Um, but the Patriots will get a test this week, probably in a, in a little bit better defense in, in, the, in the Broncos. We will see how Tom Brady handles that. I personally think he'll do fine. I think that, you know, it's been it's been well documented that Tom Brady has struggled in Denver, um, you know, against Peyton Manning in the playoffs. He's only 2-2, two and two, has an 11-5 and five career record against mm-hmm. him. This will be meeting number 17. Um, you know, kind of going into the AFC Championship game pre- preview a little bit, we'll get to the NFC in a little bit and, and how we got to the NFC Championship game. Um, if you look at the AFC matchup, like you said, everybody's healthy on, on New England's offense. And they get guys back on defense, even though Gerard Mayo is out. You know, it's it's a tough blow. But the Patriots kind of do your job, next man up. Um, and Matt, you said it. You said it best earlier. It comes down to: Can Peyton Manning make the plays against the Patriots defense? A Patriots defense that was better than a defense he saw in the Pittsburgh Steelers a week ago. I don't think so. Give us your thoughts. Yeah, I would say that the the only way the Broncos win this game is if they can create turnovers and put Peyton Manning right. you know, into Patriots territory on those turnovers. Give him a short field, and maybe he can get a, get the ball in the end zone a few times. But, you know, Peyton Manning didn't look good. What hurt the Patriots on third downs, I would say most in that uh, divisional game, was Alex Smith running the ball. And you know Peyton's not going to be doing that. Right. And so I think that when they can, you know, kind of drop the linebackers, Pressure Peyton with the uh, with the front guys, it, it 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 doesn't give him many windows to throw to, and especially with his kind of decreased accuracy, inability to throw the ball thirty yards downfield. Although he did have some you know deep throws in that game, um, it kind of puts the Broncos in a situation where they're looking for maybe two turnovers, which is tough to do against Tom Brady. I think you're going to see a lot more maybe man coverage from Bill Belichick. I think that if you stack the box and stop the run early on, and I think this game for me comes down to two things. One, can the Patriots stop the run? Because you saw in in the matchup uh, in Denver earlier this year, in, in a game, in my opinion, the Patriots kind of let slip out of their hands. Yeah. Um, the running game hurt them, you know, and C.J. Anderson had been quiet all year, and C.J. Anderson kind of had a revival there in the New England game. Can they stop the run? One. If they stop the run on defense, they should be fine. I don't see Peyton Manning. This is not the Peyton Manning of, Indiana, of, the, of the Indianapolis Colts, excuse me. He's not the Peyton of old. He's not going to beat you with his arm. Um, two, does Tom Brady play a clean game? If those two things happen, if Tom Brady plays a clean game and the Patriots stop the run, they should win this game pretty handily. Mm-hmm. So, I mean, I think that in terms of what's on the board for Bill Belichick, you know, it's it's a cliche phrase, but it, it resonates so your so truly. Do your job and do your job well. If everybody on the New England defense kind of just sticks to their assignments, you know, Peyton is not going to beat them, in my opinion, throwing the ball, unless we see some kind of heroic historic performance. Yeah. I think you saw last week the limits of Peyton's condition and physically. 
And so, you know, maybe more man coverage. Obviously, they're not going to just disrespect him by playing only man. They'll mix in zone there. But I think you want to challenge Peyton to beat your corners. And and the weakness is in the secondary. But it almost almost makes sense to kind of sell out on the run first and say, hey, Peyton, if you can actually still beat us with your arm, and he does do it, all right, tip the cap. Right. Good way to end your career. But, I mean, I think it. But by looking at that game, um, you know, against the Steelers, you saw a game that the Steelers were totally in control. Yeah, absolutely. Peyton couldn't get the ball in the end zone until that fourth quarter fumble, force fumble, yeah. changes the complexion of the game. One hundred percent. And so you know, if it, like you said, if the Patriots do what they do best, if they just do their job, stick to their assignments, they're not going to struggle keeping the Broncos no. out of the end zone, right? On a def- on the defensive side of the ball, so it really does come down to that. And you know, for the Patriots, like you said. Offensively, um, they're they're looking strong. If Tom Brady can limit the turnovers, I think you're absolutely right. He'll have no problem uh, taking control of the game. But I think what's also important is for the Patriots to get out to a hot start. You yeah. saw it against mm-hmm. Kansas City. They took the ball down 80 yards, first drive, put it in the end zone. And when they do that, it the, their outlook on the rest of the game is just like, you know, we can control this, we can control this. We just did that so easily. And if they do that in Denver, I think that the Broncos defense will be like, hold up. Right, right, right. We can't let them in. And if the Patriots let them in there, there's going to be a lot of confidence early on that they can build on throughout the rest of the game. I'm not calling for a blowout like some people are, but I do think the Patriots will win this game handily. I'll give a score, you know, you'll give a score in our, yeah. in our pick segment. But like I, I, I agree completely with something that you just said. If the Patriots get out to an early lead, 10 nothing, 14 nothing. This has the potential to get ugly because yeah. I don't believe, and I, I, I have a feeling you share the same sentiment. I'm not sure if Matt Morrow and Rich Jean feel the same way, but I don't think Peyton Manning can come back from 14 or 17 down. I just don't see it happening. Because he, he would have to throw the ball, you know, 40 right, times right. in the game. Absolutely. Like you saw Alex Smith threw more, uh, he, he had more pass attempts in that game against the Patriots trying to come back yeah, yeah. than he has in, Over his, 50 attempts. in his entire career. Right. It's, so, yeah. Is there a score or scenario at all where if they're down 14, 20 nothing that you put in Brock Osweiler? I, I say if you go down 21 nothing, yeah, by early second quarter, Brock Osweiler has to be in the game. That's 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 literally um, my opinion of it. What we were talking about in the pre-production, Matt, um, there's no tomorrow. Yeah, There is no, okay, we're just going to go down with the ship and Peyton Manning and the 38, 39-year-old Hall of Famer that he is. You cannot tell the Broncos defenders like Aqib Tlaib and Von Miller and Chris Harris, who have just busted their butts, that, that look, we're not going to win because the offense is terrible. Well, it's 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 almost like, you know, we're not going to try and win this game right. because Peyton Manning is a veteran yeah, and we, and we want him to, to end out. his yeah, career yeah. And, and go out playing in, in his final game, not getting pulled. Give me a break. That's a joke. And I don't think Elway will do that. No, I don't think so. It's, you know, it... It's probably been one of the toughest decisions he's had to make as um, kind of the decision maker of of the Broncos. It's like you look at it and Peyton, Brock probably gives them a better chance to win this game. Based on what we've seen, I probably would tend to agree with you. And look, I love Peyton Manning. I'm a big Peyton Manning fan. But he's just not the same. And if you've watched football, Matt, like you and I have growing up, and, and, and Matt and Rich also as well... This is just not the same guy. And look, if he somehow beats the Patriots miraculously, 
more power to him. Mm-hmm. It just adds to the legend of Peyton Manning. Um, but he's just not the same guy we saw in Indianapolis. I'm sorry to say it, and it's sad. It's sad because it would make this game so much more appealing, I think. That's just the way it is. Yeah, so, I mean, we'll see if the defense is able to kind of keep them yeah, in the game. At, at, yeah, yeah. Stop the Patriots' offense. And, you know, we'll see. But I would agree with that. Three touchdown lead sometime yes. in the second quarter. Yeah. They they got to pull them, and they, they got to try something else. Absolutely. So, you know, I think Matt and I are both on the Patriots here. We'll get to everybody's picks and score predictions in the pick segment. But let's go over to the NFC now, and, and let's talk about how we got to the NFC Championship game and the two teams remaining in the National Football Conference. First, on Saturday night, a game in which... This was an epic oh, football game. Oh, um, you know, I had gone out to a bar with a friend to watch the first half. Um, and we were sitting there, you know, decent game, and, and looked like the Packers, you know, I had said on the show last week, Matt, that I thought that the Packers would keep it close, and the Cardinals would somehow pull away at the end there. Uh, a closer game than people think. And That's look, they did. Green Bay was winning 13-10 to at the end of the third quarter. And they had Carson Palmer and the Arizona Cardinals looking lost and on their heels. And Shields had that. <laughs> Crazy, almost yeah, automatic right? interception yeah, yeah. that he dropped. Crazy, and I mean that that know. would have just totally turned. Uh, that probably would have ended the game. It would have been a crazy pick, um, and he should have had it. You're right, um, but the Cardinals survived somehow. But let's. I I I just can't believe how Rodgers does it. Like, it's just that second hail mary of the season that he's just thrown up. No idea where he's throwing the ball, and his receiver starting at. You know, maybe the ten five yard line. Yeah, makes a play on it on corners that are just sitting behind him. Two waiting corners for the ball. right there. It's like, how do you not get in front of him and stop that? You have so many more guys in the end zone than the Packers have right, receivers. Right. I I think let's get into that play. So I'm sitting there watching the game with my dad, who's a who's a very big Packer fan. Yeah. And so it's about I think it's fourth and twenty, fourth and seventeen, whatever it was. And Rogers rolls out, throws it to Jeff Janis to kind of set up that whole sequence. Rodgers goes up to the line, and I think, okay, he's just going to spike the ball. They need time on the clock. Then he kind of looks over to the sideline, and it's like, no, we're going to run a play. And it's like tick, tick, and tick, 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 tick. The clock's yeah. ticking. And I'm looking. I'm like, what is he doing? What is he doing? They just cost about himself about 10 or 15 seconds. And so it didn't look good at all from that point. And I'm like, all right, well, you know, he, he you know, they showed the graphic, too, of the Hail Mary right before it happened in Detroit. And, and quite honestly, that Hail Mary in Detroit kind of really saved the Packers' season, kind of launched oh, them really forward did. into the playoffs because they were struggling really hard there in the beginning of the season. And then we're kind of just like, all right, let's see what he's got. And I would argue the only quarterback with the athleticism and the arm strength to do that type of play, roll out, and this one, this one wasn't to his dominant side. It was to his weak side, and he just flying the ball he flung the ball up in the air, flung it about 50 yards downfield, 60 yards again. And, and his guy's just standing there. It's on a perfect line. I do not understand how he does it. The only quarterback with maybe the same athleticism to kind of get out of the pocket and avoid hits like that is Russell Wilson. Yeah. But I don't even know if Russell Wilson can just fling the ball on a string like that. It was a flick. Uh, it's just it's unbelievable the, the strength he has in his, in his throwing arm. And he got it to Jeff Janis, and I went nuts. You know, we both went nuts. And then the coin flip, you know, it, the coin didn't flip, and this this clown is going to ref the Super Bowl now. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> and so, you know, that's I'm sure you're you're loving that, Matt, because you know the NFL doesn't want to give the Super Bowl well, over and, to the Patriots. And he was the same dude in the in the, in the, in the, Patriots, yeah, in the Patriots Jets, Jets, game, Jets game who like was like, "Well, do you want yeah, a cake?" Yeah. Like, <laughs> exactly. This this clown. First of all, his name is Cleet. You know, I, I we're we're hating on an NFL ref, 
But, you know, who names their son Cleet? And it's not even spelt like Cleet like you wear. It's C-L-E-T-E. Yeah. And so, you know, sorry, Cleet, if you're listening, you know, I'm not, I don't mean to bag on you, but Wouldn't dude. Wouldn't it be weirder to name him C-L-E-A-T? Like, <laughs> yeah, well, I guess, I guess. He's not named that. I guess, but look, I mean, first you got to learn how to, like, ask Steve Slater if he wants to receive or kick in the Patriot Jets. That's, I forgot about that. That's a great point, Matt. And second of all, flip the coin. Aaron Rodgers just completed one of the craziest plays in NFL history, and you can't flip a coin? No, no, it didn't flip, didn't flip. What are you talking about, man? Christian, of of all that happened in that game, however, oh my god, I think the top performance either side of the ball, Jeff Janis. Yes, I mean this dude is a seventh round pick out of Saginaw Valley State University. Shout out to Saginaw Valley State University, <laughs> and he has four career receptions oh for ninety five yards. Oh my god, in his NFL career, comes into the divisional round. Against the two-seed Arizona Cardinals. On the road. On the road with the wide receiver core of the Packers. Very (laughs) depleted. Got more depleted throughout the course of the game. Because of the Cobb injury, yeah. Seven catches for 145 yards and his first two NFL career touchdowns. Because Aaron Rodgers is a bad man. Crazy. It's just, he, you know, and look, it's unfortunate because Green Bay was my Super Bowl pick before Jordy Nelson got hurt. Yeah. And I think that kind of reaffirms it. I think, in my opinion, they blew two kind of big years here in Aaron Rodgers' career. Last year against Seattle. I'm um, not saying they would have won. I probably think New England wins that game on, on a neutral field. But at least getting there. Yeah, and then you, you like to take your shot. Yeah. And then this year, to get to within the NFC Championship game without Jordy Nelson, you know, I, I feel pretty good about it. If Jordy Nelson had stayed healthy, I think Green Bay probably would have came out of the NFC. Uh, but, you know, that's that's an alternate universe. Yeah. Now, you know, and, and got to give a shout-out real quick before we move on to the other game to Larry Fitzgerald. Just a true professional, you know, yeah. giving his uh, condolences to Chris Mortensen, his prayers, his blessings, and, uh, you know, he made that one play. I don't know, understand how the Packers' defense lets him go for 75 yards on the, one of the first plays of overtime, but that's that's beyond me. Do you think that um, this that following this game, the NFL should reconsider the overtime rules because uh, this is back-to-back seasons where Iron Rodgers has right. had has not had the opportunity to that's, that's get a, the ball. That's a great point. In overtime, and I've, they lose. I've, so. I've been thinking about this. Yeah, me too. And and after that seventy-five yard catch, I was I was pretty disappointed. Yeah, I agree. I because was like, it was such a great climax. In, yeah. At the end of the fourth quarter, and then quarter. it just goes all the and way. And then downhill. all of a sudden, like the Cardinals are on the five. Yeah, and the and game's then over. The shovel passed to Fitzgerald. He walks in the end zone. And but, could you have an any any cooler well, of a play to get it to that point at least? Like at least you saw Fitz and Fitzgerald oh, no, that was, was the yeah. guy. Play, right? And, oh, like, it was he's the class awesome. of the league. Like at least it worked out in a cool right, way where right. it wasn't like they ran it six times and just marched it down the field. Like Absolutely. you had an unbelievable play I'm a, to get him down there. I'm a, I know it'll never happen, but I love college, college overtime. overtime. Oh my god. Oh my god. It is the most exciting thing to watch. Giving both teams a shot from the twenty five yard line. It's just unbelievable. After three they it's gotta so go for great. two. Yeah. Like you look at it and some of the very best football games, NFL, college, high school, whatever, are those OT yeah, college 100%. games. Recall the TCU and Oregon game. During the bowl season, yeah. when they came back right. and then that's into triple like, yeah. overtime. Absolutely, yeah. like it's it's, the, I don't like. Could you see the NFL doing something like that? I want to say no, but I think Matt. I was thinking about the same thing. Clay Matthews obviously salty because he lost. He said he wanted the NFL to go to the college overtime rules. Matt Morrow, can you imagine if after the hail mary 
we go to a triple overtime mm-hmm. college football format. It would have yeah. been unbelievable. It would have been like the greatest game in NFL history. I think it. I think the talk one of died down a little bit about that because of how insane the Fitzgerald play right. was right no, before I, that. Yeah, I agree. And I don't think people are giving Carson Palmer enough credit for like getting out of that and finding okay. him. Like, yeah, it was yeah, an easy throw, but yeah. that was a pretty cool play to get out of it. He's got to play much better game. this Sunday. We'll he get, definitely yeah. does. But I think the Fitzgerald play, stiffs arms three guys to yeah, get down yeah, there. It's, and it's then a good play, because man. who he is and you know the Morton thing, Mortensen thing after, like you're just happy for Larry Fitzgerald. Absolutely. If they didn't go down the field the way they did, you would have had more yeah. talk about it. And yeah, if you have Aaron Rodgers scrambling five yards deep in his own end zone under a minute to go yeah. during the middle of a fourth and twenty play and end up in overtime with the college rules, it would it would have been that it already is like an instant classic. But no doubt it would have become one of the most instant classics we've ever seen. On the flip side, no pun intended, if the Packers win that toss, I think they oh, win the game. I think they go right down the field and score because I think the Cardinals were shell-shocked. But if they win that toss after the first no flip, right. imagine the controversy. Oh, that would have You'd have people freaking out. Because at least the Cardinals right, won the right, first one. Exactly. And then they won it again. Exactly. So, you know, craziness. <clears throat> so we have to move on from this game. But just crazy things to talk about. It's let me fun. Let me, let me yeah. give one more thought. Sure. College rules, but yeah. you start from the forty, Ooh, or midfield, or midfield. That would be that would be you know and, and, and true like because in the NFL things get tighter down in the red zone anyway, right. so you give them more opportunity. Yeah, you know I like that. I like that. I, you know I do. I really do. It'll be explored for sure. I think the owners might not buy it, but you know, we'll see. All right. So the other games so and the Cardinals are in the NFC Championship game, and they play the Carolina Panthers. Now I was on NFL Friday and one on one. Just being a vocal supporter of the of the Seattle Seahawks, and I'm in the car, you know, I'm driving home, and I listen. It's seven nothing. I'm like, okay, you know, the Seahawks are just having a little trouble. The, the, the Panthers came to play, you know, pick, pick, <laughs> touchdown, Luke Keekley, fourteen nothing Panthers. I'm like, okay, like they really came to play, and then I get in the house, twenty one nothing Panthers. I'm like, what is going at halftime? Thirty one nothing Carolina Panthers, and I'm like, they're not this good, and I'm like, you know, they're a good team. But, in my opinion, they came out ready to play, but Seattle kind of slept walk through that first half. They really did. And and you wouldn't expect that from a Pete Carroll coach no, team at, at all. all. That's been to the last two Super Bowls. You would not expect that whatsoever. And and so, Matt, when you bring that point up, they shut them out in the second half. It was I, 24-0 Seattle. They, they just ran out of time. It was 31-24. Yeah. The final Carolina Panthers move on to the NFC Championship game. And I know I've hated on the Panthers a lot this year. And it's become more evident because of the Josh Norman Odell stuff. I'm just being a, you know, sore loser Giants fan. But look, I really thought if the if if the if the excuse me if the Seahawks had not played like complete morons in the first half, they'd be playing the Cardinals. Oh, right absolutely. Now. And I mean, if there's five extra minutes in that game, they might win the game. I think they win the game. Probably. It's uh, the Panthers came out very well, and yeah. Cam Newton is obviously no, such them. a threat. Yeah. And I I just think that you know. Looking to this game, the Cardinals have to be able to stop the Panthers' D line. I mean, the the yeah. Cardinals' O line was terrible in that game yeah, against look, the Green Packers. Bay. Had them uh, at a whack. Carson Palmer sorts. probably at his worst game of the 100%. season. Was horrible uh, game. Uh, Chris Johnson looked very, very, very not himself. Right. Uh, according to the you know what what he's shown us in this season, and you know I think that. The Seahawks did really blow that game. Yeah, look, I just think that when it comes down to it, Seattle kind of blew their opportunities. But but I love, I love, you know, and I'll, I'll keep harping on this, you know, for as long as Carolina's in the playoffs. 
I love that Russell Wilson scramble and Jermaine Curse just to- toasting, toasting Josh Norman in the back of the end zone. Um, it was great because, you know, again, that's what happens. And, you know, one of my Giant friend, fan friends texted me saying, uh, look at Norman get burned when he doesn't have safety help over the top. I'm like, yeah, that's what happens when you're not, in a, you know, you're not in a zone system designed to protect you with the safety over the top. When you're one-on-one on an island, that's what that's what happens, and you know you're not Darrell Revis, you're not Richard Sherman, you're you're an overrated you know Division One Double A corner that's in a good system with a good defense. <laughs> um, so you know that's my thoughts on that. Someone's a little hurt. I need some pepper. I need some pepper with my salt. But you know, look, that's what happens. He got toasted by Jermaine Curse. You know, Odell Beckham. You know, he would have had two touchdowns. He doesn't have the drop. Julio Jones took him to school. Yeah. Like, let's just stop the hype around this dude. Um, no, but I can't wait. Again, you know, I predicted Doug Baldwin would catch the, the game-winning touchdown pass over him. I predict that John Brown, Larry Fitzgerald, <laughs> one of these guys is going to toast Josh Norman, and I'm going to love it, and I'm going to get my day of reckoning. Yo, the Panthers were 15-1. and one. Yeah, When are you yeah. going to start giving them some respect? Yeah, like, when are we going to be surprised? Christian, no, I'm, I'm kind of on the Panthers train. I don't have that kind of same hatred for Norman. And uh, I think that Newton... Can give look, opponents absolute fits. I, I agree with that, Matt. But but when you look at it, and I'm just being the devil's advocate. I'm being you know a hater. I I, I recognize that. <laughs> I am 100 percent a hater right now. But Cam Newton. Everybody raves about Cam Newton. I said on the show that he would not have running game success against the Seahawks. He didn't have vast running game success against the Seahawks. It was more Jonathan Stewart. It was more their power running game. It was more the turnovers on defense. Yep. I said he was going to have to beat the Seahawks through the air for them to win. And if it just relied on that, he would not have done it. He was 16 of 22 for a buck 58 and one touchdown. Is that impressive, guys? Like, like he's he's the MVP. I get it. But guys, you know Cam Newton, Cam Newton, Cam Newton. He threw for less than 200 yards. He threw for one touchdown. Like, let's put things into context here. Yeah. I mean, if he doesn't get that pick six, you know, it, it it does come down to to the defense and the running game. I think with the Panthers, um, especially you know in the red zone. They're not. They're not looking to throw the ball. They're looking right. to have yeah, Cam power run. You yeah, know. or they're 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 looking to you know put Cam's Cam on a part the, of that run though. Like, it, exactly. Exactly. Yeah. No. One hundred percent. The, yeah, the run. The run is Cam and Stewart. Yeah. And that's the play always inside the ten. So I think, you know that. Do Do you know how many yards he rushed for? I don't. I don't know. I don't think it was something spectacular. You know, maybe we could look up, look, look, up. look that up. But in terms of the passing game, I think Patrick Peterson will lock down Ted Ginn Jr. Patrick Peterson's one of the best cover corners in the league. Um, you know, the Tyron Matthew injury hurts them, but I think the Cardinals' defense. And you know, another team that's kind of been overlooked this season is the Arizona Cardinals. Mm-hmm. I said, you know, about midway through the year that I thought the Cardinals would win the NFC, and you know, I'm still sticking with that. Um, I'm, I like the Cardinals in this game. You know, I, I think you guys think differently, but like you said, Matt, the, the, the Panthers did go 15 and one. They earned the right ha- to have this game at home. But I just think it's time for Carson Palmer. And and I picked the Cardinals in this game last year, and I didn't realize Ryan Lindley was like the worst quarterback ever. <laughs> um, you know, th- th- I think yeah, they match like, up. That might have been the worst yeah, offensive it was, performance it in in, in NFL playoff awful. history. Oh my god! I just think the Cardinals match up really well with the Panthers. In terms of the Panthers' offense being designed for that power run, but the Cardinals' defense has been disrespected all year too. Oh yeah, they have a very solid, good defense. I mean, I'm I'm leaning towards the Panthers in this one. Right. Um, go, looking at it, Cam Newton eleven carries, 11 three carries yards. for three yards. So you're you're right, Christian. He really didn't do anything in that game. He, he, he didn't, you know, he had a mediocre game. Look, he's the NFL MVP. I can't take that away from him. Brady, 
Yeah, well, you know, <laughs> look, look, I'm I'm more of a Tom Brady fan than a Cam Newton fan. That's for sure. Yeah, no, but, but Cam's gonna get it. I mean, look, his team went look, 15. Absolutely, one. but but if you were to put it in the context of that game, everybody acts like Cam Newton this, Cam Newton that. Yeah, the defense won him that game, and that's okay. That's that's you know that's what championship teams need. You know, you're, when your star player doesn't play well, you need other guys around you to you know, pick it up. Um, but Matt, what, what's your reasoning on the Panthers here? Um, you know, I think that especially at home. Well, first of all, I looked at the. Um, I looked at the game last week yeah. um, at the Cardinals game, uh-huh. and I really thought the Cardinals should not have won that game. Yeah, I look, think, they, they didn't play well at all. I, I, I think that they, you know, they, they put themselves in a, in a position to win, but against a Packer team that, you know, was extremely banged up by the third, by, by the second quarter. Yeah, I mean, yeah. especially offensively. So I look at the Panthers. I think that their offensive threats will be able to, to make things happen. And on defense, you know, I think the Panthers' D is very, very good. And I just think that if Carson Palmer has another game like he did last oh, week. there's no chance. There's no chance. There's no chance that they would win, uh, is, is what I'm saying. If he plays like that, there's no chance. But you're win. right. I mean, their their wide receivers are all great. Yeah. So if they can protect Palmer, man. I, re- I, I mean, think this is going to be a much better game than the AFC Championship. I agree 100%. And I think that it really could go either way. I, I agree with that. I think, I think you know, this game is kind of 50-50. Yeah. But— my opinion is any secondary, you know, Josh Norman is a good player. Uh, that's that's not, you know, he's a good player. Um, you got Cortland Finnegan back. <laughs> like, I can't take you seriously when you have a Cortland Finnegan in your secondary. Remember when he fought Andre? Yeah, Johnson? exactly. He got his ass whooped. I mean, all right. But anyway, uh, on a on a serious note, um, this game comes down to, in my opinion, you know, can the Cardinals protect Carson Palmer? If they can withstand yeah. that pressure from the Carolina defensive line, who is now without Jared Allen, you know he has the foot injury, f- fractured foot. Ron Rivera decides yeah. to sit him. Um, I'd like to go to a quote. Yeah, yeah, absolutely. I, I just think the Cardinals protect Carson Palmer. They win the football game, limit the turnovers, protect Carson Palmer because the Cardinals defense is sneaky good. People don't realize how good the Cardinals defense is, and I think you'll see it on Sunday. Yeah, Jared Allen absolutely yeah. pissed. Yeah, I I believe it about Ron Rivera's decision to sit him. His quote was, not happy, plain and simple. I'm ready to rock. It's a coach's decision. Got to live with it. I do I do what I do to get ready. Coach's decision. I've got to live with it, support my guys, and be the best cheerleader I can be this week. Look, I mean, it's he's not going to come out here and say, yeah, I'm really happy to be benched. Like, he's not going to say that. And so I understand where that's coming from. Yeah. Um, and Jared, Aaron, Jared Allen's always been a fiery guy. But look, if, if, if you have a fractured foot and Ron Rivera thinks you're going to hurt the team. You're not ready. You're not ready. You're not ready. And Ron Rivera is a is a former player, mm-hmm. played with the Chicago Bears, great linebacker. He knows, he knows his football. And, and credit to him, he's he's probably going to win Coach of the Year. Um, you know, look, I'm not trying to take away anything that Carolina's done. You know, they they've had a great team, probably Coach of the Year, NFL MVP, 15 and one. That's great. That's all fine. Just in based on what I've seen over the past few weeks, kind of coming into the playoffs, and even the Seattle game, I think there are vulnerabilities. I think they can be beat. But again, in this crazy NFL this year, you know, I'm not going to pick the Panthers the rest of the way, even if they win the NFC Championship. I'm picking against them in the Super Bowl, unless it's Denver. So mm-hmm. I'm assuming New England's going to win that game. Yeah. Um, so look, that's just the way it is. Um, and I think it's now time for us to get into our picks and look into Let's that crystal ball. Let's look into the crystal ball for some weekly NFL predictions. All right. Um, Let's get into it. We've been talking about these games all all show here, all week, really. Let's start in the AFC, the early game at 
The New England Patriots look to go to a seventh Super Bowl in the Bill Belichick-Tom Brady era. Look to win the fifth Super Bowl of that tandem. And I'm going with the New England Patriots. I'm going to go New England 34, Denver 21, final. New England goes to their seventh Super Bowl. Love the thought, Christian. I think that, you know, you look at the Patriots in the Brady era. This is the 10th season he's made the AFC Championship as a starting quarterback in his 14 years. He knows how to win in the prime time, in the big games. Another Final Four. We'll we'll head to another Super Bowl. This one's Super Bowl 50 out in Brady's neck of the woods. I'm going Patriots 31, Denver 21. Goat! Yeah, I think we're probably going to go clean sweep. Um, <laughs> but I'm also going to go further and predict that you're not going to see Brock Osweiler in this game. Okay, There's okay. no way right. in what's probably – is this probably his last game? Peyton I would Manning, think uh, – Right? Yeah. This I just think that even though, yes, there's no tomorrow, if you were not going to take into consideration the Peyton Manning legacy factor, he wouldn't even be starting this game. So the fact that he's going to play, I, don't, I just don't see them taking him out. Pats win. Around what you guys say, like 34 or 20, something like that. Right. I'm going to complete the sweep and agree. I don't see the Broncos having much of a chance. I'll say 30, maybe 16 at best. Tom Brady goes to his uh, next Super Bowl. And in spite of Crow, I want them to win the Super Bowl just so I can have in them that the Giants are the only team Agreed. to Agreed. beat the Patriots in the Agreed. Super Bowl. Well, just one more thing. I love Peyton Manning. I think he's an incredible player, but there is nothing more that I would like to do <laughs> then end his career at home in Denver in the and AFC Patriots Championship yeah. with a Patriots fitting. win. It's pretty fitting. It Brady, is. Brady it really is. Last, it really is. It's, win, win or lose. Symmetrical. It's crazy. Um, all right. Now let's go to the NFC. And, you know, I'm on the Rich Gene bandwagon. I want the Patriots to win the Super Bowl. I'm, I'm a huge Patriots supporter. Uh, but let's go to the All NFC. wearing that Giants. Yeah, look, I mean, because they have nothing on us, Matt. Come on. Blue. They, look, there's three Giants yeah, fans in here. Your word, choose your words. Though. We're not a supporter <laughs> yeah. of you, Matt. Look, not, a, not even close. Thanks, right. guys. <laughs> anyway, um, yeah, all right, eighteen and one. All right, so let's <laughs> let, let's go to uh, let's go to the NFC. Um, Arizona and Carolina. I've been disrespecting the Panthers <laughs> the past two weeks, and that's just going to continue. Arizona wins this football game, and I have a feeling I'm the only one in here who believes that, but the Arizona Cardinals will win this football game, guys. 27-24. Chandler Cantazaro kicks the game-winning field goal from 43 yards out. 27-24. Cardinals win. All right. I think that the Panthers, like I've been saying, 15-1 team, great, great offense. Cam Newton's going to shine in this one. It's going to be an absolute nail-biter. 35-34 35-34 on a Cam Newton 10-yard run oh, last minute of the oh, game oh. to take the lead and win the game at home. Damn. Sent them to their first Super Bowl since they lost to the Patriots. Could it be a repeat? Matt Morrow. Yeah, Christian, you're just a total hater. You deserve to be by yourself on this one. Definitely Carolina. I mean, when are we going to stop being shocked that they win games? Like it's, I just so They were the quietest undefeated team forever if they went 16 and 0 we probably would have forgot about it because nobody was <laughs> yeah. like ever saying anything about it um cam is great i mean what do you want to say about him he didn't have to be great in the last game because of the pick sixes because of the d and there's no doubt carolina led up in the second half of that game they're up 31 nothing any team would um so i think 
you can't go on just that second half. Yeah, maybe you just can't go on the first half as well, but they were enough to beat Seattle, who definitely was a legitimate threat. And Carson Palmer didn't have a great game against Green Bay either. So I think there are two quarterbacks who will both play better than they did in the divisional round. But I'm going to go Crow's way, an exciting game, a high-scoring game, like 38-35. Panthers come out on top, and Christian is left to be a hater one more week in Super Bowl. Two weeks ago, I would have supported Speed on his decision, but after last week's game and the series of divine interventions that helped the Cardinals <laughs> come on top of that game, I'm going to have to go with Cam Newton dabbing all over the Cardinals, yeah. taking them back, taking them to the Super Bowl. Rematch. Hopefully Brady comes on top, so my prediction comes true. Uh, final, I would say uh, Carolina's Carolina 37, Cardinals 34. Y'all all see. Y'all all see <laughs> next week on NFL Friday. Well, that does it here. For another edition of NFL Friday, a conference championship edition. You know, we're coming down to the end here, guys. It's crazy. You know, we're all seniors here, so we got a few more weeks left to go here. My Super Bowl 50 prediction, Patriots-Cardinals. Everybody else here believes Patriots-Panthers. We'll see who's right. We'll see you next week. This has been One-on-One's NFL Friday only on WFUVsports.org. Join us next week as we take you around the NFL. We'll see you then.